what up, what up? Welcome back to the Hectic Hour. I am Big Heck. I am here with Sam and Sam and how's it going? Doing good. What's up, Big Heck? Hey, been out for about a week and a half. Going on two weeks. Let's give the people what they need. Oh my god, dude. You know, I've been getting emails and we've been getting hit on the IG and on Twitter and all kinds of getting phone calls talking about where we've been, where we at, what we doing, man. They, th- they they thought we got canceled or something, man. They thought the cancel culture got a hold of us. Oh, no, that's not happening anytime soon. We ain't going to get canceled that easily. But if anything, you were out and about. You were doing some promos, right? You were out in Houston. You were out in Vegas. I'll let you tell it. Man, I was out in Vegas last week, man. I was out in Vegas doing my thing, uh, working on some few things for the hectic hour out in Vegas, uh, trying to make it happen for us, man. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, came to your crib yesterday for the first time in like over what year or two or something like that. Oh, over a long time, man. Over a long time. But before we get to that, you know what I was actually doing in Vegas, man? Don't tell our wives. Oh, oh well, I, I that's, that's to, on you. You tell me. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to go out there and uh, have us go judge a beauty pageant, man. That's what I was try- actually trying to do, man. So hopefully we get to go judge some beauty pageants out in Vegas. How'd so that turn out for we'll you? see. Yeah, that didn't happen. Oh. They're like the heck they they're like you're you're big what? I'm like, I'm big heck. They're like I'm they're like big who the hell is big heck? So yeah, it didn't work out. They kicked me out of the club. But anyway, yeah, yeah, you came over last night, man. It was actually good to see you. Uh haven't seen you in uh in a in a while since before the pandemic, that's for sure. Yeah, just came out just to chop it up, but let me just tell you about the story just to get there. That was real. That's really the story. I mean, we we chopped it up yesterday, had some really good food. Shout out to your wife. Definitely. She get down in the kitchen. Obviously, I'm sure the both of y'all do that really well. But last night's kind of inside uh, to the top. Real good. It, it, it was off the hook, man. We had some carne asada tonight leftovers man so it, it was off the hook man it's no regrets it. there I, no I regrets no why. regrets I, I would be right back at it myself too if i was you but just to kind of give you a quick story so yesterday i'm on my way on the freeway and as soon as i got on the freeway pop tire so had to do a 180 get off the freeway find the nearest gas station get out the car try to change the tires the damn jack is too small. The car is too strong. Guess what? Jack gives out. My entire tire gets stuck right underneath the front car. So what do I got to do? I got to go ahead and call AAA just so I can get my ass out. out you're there that guy. Out. You're, you're that guy that called AAA. I'm the guy that had to call AAA. Call AAA because you can't change your own tire. Oh, oh you forget in the first half of the conversation. I did no, tell I heard you it. I tried. Hey, I mean, quote, quote, unquote. Quote fingers in the air right now. Oh, you tried. Oh, I tried, all right. Hey, I'm, nah, paying, I'm fucking with you. I'm paying about like 50 bucks a, m- a year for this. Might as well have, put them to use. Might as well get your usage out of it, right? <laughs> yes. But hey, but crisis averted, you, made it. I'm, I'm going to tell you two things that I got out of this conversation right here, right now. Mm-hmm. One, I'm a hell of a friend, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I did offer to go help you. And I said I was cool because thinking it was just going to be like an easy peasy, just a quick switch. So you see, I, I, I'm i a hell of a friend because I did offer. I wasn't going to go, but I did offer. So I want to make that clear. I did offer. And second, I waited for you before we ate. So we didn't eat without you, man. That's we, right. We you actually, actually waited. You didn't fire up the grill until I actually got there. And you know, exactly. I was starving. I was starving. 
<laughs> you see, I would have been a better friend if I would have had your plate ready when you got here. No, 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 no. See, it wouldn't have been as fresh. I like the fact that we, you know, we got to chop it up a little bit, got a couple of drinks in us. But I do have to give a shout out to my wife because she came to the rescue because obviously I need a little help. I was like, okay, babe, come out here. I think I might go ahead and use your jack. Maybe I might get that working. It's a no go. But she was definitely there for the emotional support. She she was your cheerleader, right? She was out uh, there like, you could do it, Sandman. You could do it. Absolutely. I give all props to her on that one. So, if, you know, if we talk, I, I, I definitely was not the hero of my own story. I can tell you that. How's that? Triple A was. Triple <laughs> yes. A was. Yes. And they are not sponsoring this podcast, no, by the way. They get all the shout outs on that. But, hey. But you know about- what? I, I got a couple shout outs to give yeah. out, man. Put them out so, there. So, I got Mary from the CPT. You know where the CPT is at, right? No, Please sir. Tell me, you know, Come on, man. You come call on, yourself. man. You, you, you come on. You, you call you yourself me, from L.A. Man. I am. Come but on. let me tell you this. Compton, you baby. Compton. Oh, you can't you can't put this on me right now. You can't go ahead and put this acronym on me. Just go straight out with the word. It's CPT, man. Everybody knows the CPT. Compton. Okay. Right, Mary from Compton. We got Jasmine in Vegas. What up? Nothing Jasmine? but love for Jasmine in Vegas. I got Angelica. Check this name out, man. Angelica de Mexico. Angelica de Mexico. Okay. Then Mexico. Then Mexico. So yeah, hey, I'm assuming she's Mexican. Oh, uh, and, I mean. and my and mommy boutique, man. We got a shout out to mommy boutique following us on the IG as well. So we gave her a follow back. So shout out to everybody this week uh for following uh the Hectic Hour. I think you might have to give a couple more shout outs because last night we tried a couple um, you know, beverages. It was worthwhile. Oh, bro. So I had a couple, you had a couple. So you want to talk about the ones you had? We, I mean, and we had totally, it just shows you what the Sandman and Big Heck have totally different taste in alcoholic beverages. <laughs> Not necessarily. I'll tell you what, though. What it is is what it is. If I got to drive, I got to keep a little key. I can't go hardcore. So, you know, I had a little salsa. Shout out uh, Cacti. I think, uh, what is it, like Travis Scott? Is the man Tra- that, that that's a that's a Travis Scott uh yes, that's a Travis Scott uh hard seltzer right? So how am I gonna have that taste when it's in your fridge? <laughs> well shit, hey, <laughs> I don't drink that. I don't drink that. I I hate seltzers, man. Hey, I, but it's I in your seltzers. fridge. <laughs> it's in my fridge, but the wife drinks that. I'll tell you what I had. I had she got Cayman good Jacks. Oh, that's yeah. Right. I don't. I, nah, that shit sucks, dude. Seltzers. I don't even know why y'all drinking. Trying to keep your figure or something for the buzz that that's what it is uh-huh i don't even taste alcohol in there but i had came in jacks man came in jacks i had a moscow mule off the hook shout out to uh came in jack uh one of our listeners up in fresno janet refer you know recommended that to us so shout out to her for recommending came in jacks that shit was off the hook actually i'm having one right now oh yeah and Yep, and Flybird Margaritas, man. Flybird Cocktails, dude. They gave us a shout-out on right. the IG, dude. Mm. So shout-out to them, dude. Shout that out was to a y'all. Margarita. So I got I got a quick uh, story about that Flybird uh, cocktail, Margarita. They uh-huh. come in a wine bottle, right? Seven, uh, you know, uh, 750 milliliter right, right. bottle. You're right. Uh-huh. Right? And, uh, you know, we had dinner. The wife had a glass of uh, margarita. Me and you went to the back to talk about the show, you know, talk about the future. And, you know, we stood back there for about, what, an hour, hour and a half, maybe? That's about right. We were just chopping yeah. it up. Yeah. You we were just chopping it up a couple uh-huh. hours back there. Came out. You took off. I thought the wife was asleep. Whatever. You took off. Um, come to find out, 
the wife fucked up the whole bottle. Oh no way! When Dude, I left it, there that was shit still was good. Gone. There was a good amount left though. When when yeah, I yeah, when, when we it... walked to the back, it was like <laughs> half the fucking bottle left, and I was like, "What the hell happened?" So good thing I got my taste in before uh, the bottle was gone. But shout out to Flybird, man. She finished the whole bottle. That's how good that shit is. Oh, so you're gonna probably have to like restock on that. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to restock. I might have to take a trip to the to the store to get a couple more bottles of that Flybird. Uh, right. So shout out to them. So you know, we had a couple good drinks yesterday, man. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Yeah, it was good to see you. It's good to get the show going. Now we know what's up. What else we got? I know we got like a list of things to talk about today because it's been about and so much has happened in the world since we've last been behind the mic. You know what? There's so much going on. I don't even know what to start, but I'm gonna start off with. What's going on right now? You know, Gary, uh, not Gary, man. I keep calling Gary Siobhan. It's Derek Siobhan? Yeah, Derek Siobhan. <laughs> so Derek let's Siobhan. talk about police, p- police brutality, man. In this last week, we've had, what, three cases off the top of my head that I've heard of. Every week, it's been something. It's like we got, uh, what's his name? Oh, boy, from uh, Dante Wright. Dante Wright, who obviously just got murdered that's what i'm gonna say because that you can't mistake uh glock for a taser are you kidding me so let's tell the listeners what's going on so dante wright got pulled over for having dice hanging or air freshener i'm sorry air freshener hanging from the rear view mirror Uh got pulled over and they were he was asked to get out of the car i don't know why you're being asked to get out of the car for air freshener but we'll talk about that later Asked to get out of the car. I guess he had some warrants or whatever. He tried to get back in the car or whatnot. And this female officer in the force for over 20 years. Yeah, about 26 to be exact. Pulled out a Glock instead of a taser, saying that she thought she had a taser. And if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, you carry the taser on your least dominant arm and your guns in your dominant arm. But she pulled her gun out and shot him and said, oh, I thought I had my taser. So in that case, she was an autopilot, basically. I, but you know what? I don't even know if it's autopilot, because if it's autopilot, you would have pulled out your taser if you thought you were getting your taser. Well, no, because if it's not on your dominant arm, then you, you're you not even thinking about it. So if anything, she went to autopilot because she probably f- feared for something or thought like, oh, you ain't getting away from me, fool. Uh-uh, I need, not today. I, 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 I need to get my gun, and all because he had an outstanding warrant and air freshener on his on his mirror, man. And I've seen worse, man. Just these last couple of days, I've seen two police videos where literally two two incidents where one person was stopped, and he put up all kinds of crap with the police, and nothing happened to him. And guess what? He was like, he literally told the cops, "Don't, don't, don't." Don't shoot my dog. I'm going to shoot you. Just like that. And they knew he had a gun. They said nothing about that. Nothing. Wow. No way. No way. And then the same thing that happened. I could almost promise you that guy was not black or Mexican. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Absolutely not. And and it's the same thing goes for the other one. Two two things very similar. If you're talking about, okay, he shouldn't have gotten away. He shouldn't try to escape. You were able to see straight up, right in your face, two exact situation where folks were trying to get away and nothing happened. 
I guess you. I guess these cops knew exactly what to do. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they were just that? Well I think. Nah, I think that they're trained. I'm. I'm not even gonna say they're trained. I think you know, for some reason, too long, man. It's it's been the stereotypical, you know, Mex Hispanic. I'm not even gonna say Mexican because I'm not full Mexican. I'm half and half, right? I'm Salvadorian Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's ter- stereotypical that you know you see a Hispanic kid or a black kid. You you treat them as a threat. Is that bias? Is that it, underlying it, it is. bias that it always some, somehow overpowers it, you? It, it, and I know before this, me and you used to have conversations before in the past, but you know, I've told you stories where, you know, I'll tell you a quick story. You know, there there was a time in the city of Vernon, and by the way, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again, fuck city of Vernon. Uh I was driving in the city of Vernon, I was going westbound, PD was going eastbound. As soon as they saw me, they busted a U-turn, pulled me over, asked me to get out of the vehicle uh, with their guns drawn, by the way, uh, asked me to get out of the vehicle, back up, sat me on the curb, handcuffed me, asked me to search my car. They searched my car, didn't find nothing, uh, finally let me go. And, you know, as they let me go, I looked at the cop and I said, can I ask why you stopped me? And he said, motherfucker said you had a broken taillight. I looked down and I just said to myself and I looked at my homie, I said, how the hell did he see my taillight if he was going east and I was going west? You sure he wasn't trying to like he he probably thought that you needed some directions, not like that. Nah, you know what? I highly <laughs> fucking doubt it. But yeah. you know what? That's just one of many stories that I have of running with the cops. You and know, his- I remember I remember the first time um, the first time I got pulled over. Um, my dad always taught me to be cordial, man. You know, be respectful. You call somebody older than you, call them sir. Right. I got and pulled over. I was about maybe 17, not uh-huh. 16. I was probably 16 with my license, right? I already had my license with me. I got pulled over and, um, you know, he's asking me questions and I keep calling him sir. I'm like, yes, sir. No, sir. This motherfucker looked at me and said, my name's not sir. My name's Officer Flores. I still remember his fucking name, Officer Flores. I said, uh-huh. yes, sir. I did not tell you. Got me out the car, sat me down on a pile of shit, dog shit that was on the curb, and harassed me. And, get, and motherfucker still gave me a ticket. Man. Um, so, I mean, and that's just two stories out of that's... many that I could repeat over and over and over of cops just harassing. Right. Um, just harassing. Not just me, but I could take stories about my cousins, about my friends, the, the homies. Um, a cops just harassing, but back in the days, we just accepted it. It was just way too many to tell. There's just way too many of this shit going on, and it's still going on to this day. But I gotta tell you though, I'm not. I wasn't born yesterday, nor am I uh, oblivious to the fact that all of these experiences that you're talking about, I think just one out of every other um, person of color is dealing with that in some level whether it's like microaggression whether it's full-on assault whether it's full-on harassment but i can tell you all the times that i've ever gotten stopped by a cop thankfully it's gone fine it's literally gone fine i mean i got stopped just one time because my tag were expired these were the days when i had just moved out to california and you know i was barely scraping by because coming out here on your own trying to make it you know you got to make sure you save every penny so 
I was waiting to the last possible option before I can get these tags taken care of. And it didn't go that bad. It really didn't go that bad. And then a couple other times I got stopped, right, rightfully so, it didn't go that bad. So I'm saying there are some good ones out there that are trying to do the right thing, but there's just way too many of that bad, bad apple, as they call it. And I don't even think it's a bad apple or anything. It's more like a bad tree at this point. <laughs> so you know that, what the sad part? You know what the sad part is, Sam, man? Like, even I'm a grown ass motherfucking man now, man. And um, even now, I still think, you know, that still goes to the back of my fucking head anytime there's a cop around me. Oh, yeah. Like, don't do nothing fucking stupid. You know, a couple of weeks ago during the pandemic, I, you know, we went to Santa Monica because you open air and all that bullshit, right? Karen uh-huh. started a, a Karen, right? Everybody knows what a fucking Karen uh-huh. is. It's, it's a lady that thinks that they're entitled starts going off on me over a fucking parking spot and my wife and daughter like man you know they look at me they're like dad why didn't you just go off on her and tell her and i'm like because we're in fucking santa monica she costs the cops guess whose ass is getting beat mine or hers yeah you gotta go through the whole like sir it wasn't me sir this and that yeah exactly and i just didn't want to you know and i know that's not the mentality we need to have but unfortunately that's the mentality we had growing up and unfortunately um, we're still seeing it, maybe not to the extent we saw it in the 90s and early 2000s, but it's still out there, man. It, it's still out there. And uh, there's got to be there's got to be change. And, it, and it's got to start with the cops themselves, with the good cops, because there are good cops. I got good friends that are cops and there are good cops out there, but it's got to start with them not tolerating the bad cops and not letting the bad cops get away with this. They just need to speak up because I'm just envisioning what it's like for you to have gone through that and still to this day for that not to be in the back of your mind. We're talking at least, you know, some form of PTSD, like, hey, man, you see a cop and the, and the worst thought comes first because then you have to understand, OK, how is this officer going to fuck up my day? Because <laughs> yep. that's the first thing you think about. Well, you look at the you look at the lieutenant in Virginia, man, the army lieutenant. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware of it, you Perfect know, there was example. an army lieutenant. Yeah, there was an army lieutenant in Virginia that got pulled over. He pulled over to a well-lit, kudos to him, well-lit gas station. And he just asked a simple question, why am I getting pulled over? And the officer's like, get off your fucking car, you know, get off your fucking car. And finally, you know, he's like, I'm not gonna get off my car because I'm scared. And the officer's response was, check this one out, Sam, man. I'm listening. The officer's response was, you should be scared. You're going to finish right the lightning. I think that was one of the words that he used. Dude, uh, what kind of shit is that? But you know what? If, if you see the video and you see his partner, because you see his partner there, his partner just looks so unsettled. He looks so uncomfortable, like, you know, he doesn't know what to do because you could tell he was a junior officer in that situation. Yeah. An army and army of- it's an army officer, man, a lieutenant. We're not talking about someone who's just joining the military, you know, thinking he's this man is making a career out of the military. He's an officer. And this is how he gets treated. Yep. But <laughs> it just it, it goes to show you, man, that that hate is out there, man, and stereotypes. You know, we're being stereotyped, whether we're Hispanic, you're black, you know, we're being stereotyped every fucking day. Well, you know, and I, it's not just. Yeah, but it's not just happening to us, man. It's, it's happening now to the Asian community. 
which is affecting the Hispanic community because now there was, I don't know if you heard, there was a Mexican lady in, in Lincoln Park, I think, or Island Park that got beat down because somebody thought, and it was a black girl that beat her down because she thought she was Asian. Man, it don't matter who it is. Hate is hate. You cannot, I, I will not condone that regardless if it's my race or any other race. You just can't do that. That that's just some, that's just something that you don't do. That, it's incredible. It's it's all that type of hate that's out there. And speaking of hate, uh, just last month alone, did you know it was that there was forty three mass murders, mass murdering that took place in the United States. Forty three. Forty three. Forty three. Mass just last murders. Month. Just last month. Dude, where the where the fuck are we going as a society, man? What is that? And just at the turn of this year alone, the stats has it that there's been about a hundred and forty-seven mass shooting that's taken place up to this point. It's like it's like, are we getting back to 2019 now? Because people feel like, okay, COVID is gone or it's on the way out. Let's get back to the norm. Let's get back to the American norm because that's really what it is now. Unreal. The American way, right? The American way. You know mm-hmm. what? At, at at the end of the day, ah, man, we just need unity. We just need unity between all cultures, all races, um, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, Indian, um, you name it. We just need unity. And, and we need to come together and say, you know what? This is our fight. It's not just a specific uh, culture's fight. This is our fight. Because we can't be, we can't keep attacking each other. You no, know, sir. the blacks can't keep attacking the Mexicans. The Mexicans can't keep attacking the Salvadorians. But any the other race, you really. know, you can't, you can't, you can't keep that, man. And until we get change, uh, I don't think nothing's gonna happen. But until then, you know what we got? What, what you got? We got the Dodgers, man. <laughs> ah, sports is not just something because if you talk in sports nowadays, you gotta talk politics too because those two things are starting to kind of like intertwine a bit more. Oh, you see, man, I'm trying to talk about the Dodgers. You talk talking about politics. What's going on? How can we blend sports and politics? I, it, 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 you've never heard that before, right? Easy, it was because uh, the politics of sports is the fact that my team, Boston Red Sox, gave you the players that helped you win the World Series. Bullshit. <clears throat> no. You're taking, so no, you're fucking taking no, credit for bets. No. You're taking credit for bets. Uh, hello? Are you kidding me? Of course you're oh, taking you're credit for fucking, bets. Oh, good lord. Just like you're taking credit for fucking Tom Brady over in Tampa. Oh, no, I, I ain't got nothing to do with Tampa. That, right? We're talking that, about that, straight that, here. That you didn't want, want him, right? So now he's in Tampa when the Super Bowl. It's so like, tell okay, me this. Thank the Patriots. Uh, who, 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 did, who did Mookie Betts win the, ch- uh, the chip with just about with a couple years ago? doesn't matter who he oh, won it with last time. You ain't who trying to say Who did he it. win it with last time? Uh, I mean, we, His we last title with was the motherfucking Dodgers. Coming Los in. Los Angeles come. Dodgers, number one right now. World Series while the Reds, While the red was still stained on him. While the Red Sox red was still stained on him. He had barely gotten out of uniform before y'all put him in that. Dodger I'm going to call bullshit on that, dude. Bullshit. There you go. Just like an East Coast guy, man, trying to take credit for the West Coast. Mm-mm. 
Try and take credit for, for the West Coast, man. Come on, man. These are the Los Angeles Dodgers. But exactly. you know what, though? Yeah. But you know what? You know what? On that topic. You're welcome. Give... You're welcome. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyway, on that topic, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give props to Major League Baseball. That's right. They're doing right. At least from the standpoints of social you know, social media from the standpoint of just being able to understand the impact that they can have. They're stepping up to the plate. They said, fuck you, Georgia. You want to do voter suppression? You could do it without Major League Baseball. We're moving this game over to Colorado. Yes, sir. We're going to Denver. That's what they said. They said, fuck you, Atlanta. You know what? Fuck you, Georgia. You want to do this? We're getting the fuck out of it. And that's what you need to do. And let me tell you something. I've always said it. In order to have change in this world, you need big money, which is Major League Baseball, Coca-Cola, McDonald's. You need these big companies to start withholding money to some of these fucking states. And trust me, they will come. They, they got will pool. turn around. They, got they, they will got... change their mind. They got pulled. They got lobbyists all up in Congress. They got lobbyists all up in the Senate. So, you know, they can make a difference. The dollar is still very mighty out here. We live in a capitalism uh, society. And the only way to make change is to shift that power, that, that money, that dollar towards good, axis of good. And that's how these things are going to slowly start to change. Because I think, you know... It, it's fine to do all of these protests, you know, peaceful protests here and there when things happen, but to really kind of get the change going, we got to start looking elsewhere. And I'm kind of happy, like, you know, folks are starting to be smart about it. They're starting to look at different ways and how to effectively get change to come about. Now, it may take longer than we might need, but as long as that path forward looks to be a smart path as opposed to just breaking shit, burning shit down, and then yelling at the top of your lung, that has never really gotten us too far. It might have gotten us some some spots. Yes, I agree, but we got to start playing the game though it's being played now, where the dollar is. You know what? And it's going to take everybody do it. It's going to take everybody to put pressure on Major League. It's going to take everybody to put pressure on Coca-Cola, on fucking In-N-Out or whatever. You All know, um, yep, anybody who sponsors shit that shouldn't be sponsored, um, you know what? You can make a change. Um, you know, I learned that from Martin Luther King, right? You start boycotting them. They they start listening because they're like, hold on, we can't yeah. be afford to lose this much money. Um, so what is it you need? And they start, they start breaking, man. And, and, and that's how we're going to get change up in here, man. Uh, it's, but it's, it's time that they realize they're part of society. It's, they can't just play the back. You know, uh, I'm, I'm going to play the back and see how things happen. We're just trying to stack chips right here. Now, you really want to try to make a difference and really try to get loyalty. That's one way. Nowadays, seriously, with these social justice, if any company is really trying to find my loyalty, I need to see what exactly they're doing to combat social injustice right now. That's 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 unreal. That's how you are going to get my dollars. I'm I'm going to research the hell out of you nowadays. Period. Great stand. Great stand. And that's the only way you get movement, man. But you know what? Talking about the Dodgers, man. Hey, how the Celtics do this year? I'm not a Celtic fan. Aren't you a Boston guy? Yeah. 
It don't mean I have to adopt every goddamn team there. Oh, well, I just kind of figured, hell, you're on I'm the on your the, side the of the page. town. I'm you're, on your you're, side you're, of you're the, the town. Fun, uh, you're on the Patriots jock and shit, and on the fucking Red Sox jock, Strap, I figured you might might as well fuck. What, you want me be to be a, a Rams or a Raiders fan? fan? Okay. Dude, why, okay. Why the fuck you got yeah. me? Oh, really? <laughs> you see, you, you got to go. That's a man. You know what? I should just fucking hang up right now. No, we gotta so, give the people so, what they need. We gonna so, keep talking about this. So, so who's your basketball team? The Lakers, brother. Bandwagon. No, not a bandwagon. Not a bandwagon. 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 Love, love magic. Yo. So, Yo, so, so you mean I to tell me see- when Boston, when Boston won, when Paul Pierce did his little fucking, uh, you know, went to the locker room and came out like Hulk Hogan, come to save the day, shit. Yeah, you God. weren't a Boston. Now my guy, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't a Boston Celtics fan, fan at my, the time. Telling, telling you now, not my guy. I'll tell you why. How I'll tell you how I follow sport. I follow sport based on what I do myself when I play. Obviously, I'm an amateur, but I love enjoying the game just for the hell of it. But the one position I've always played has always been either guard or two guard. There's not a single guard or two guard that the Celtics were able to show me that I felt were like transcendent players for me to really follow. Not, not doing the years that I was growing up in Boston. So no. So, so, so you mean, tell me you never related to Larry Bird? No, he's <laughs> no, no, man. Okay. I'm just asking, man. I'm just asking. Do I look like I'm six ten, six nine? Yeah. Minus a foot or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not going to work. No, no, All that's right, not well, minus a foot or two. Let's just go one foot <laughs> minus a foot or two. You one was enough. There's no need to go beyond that. All, All right. right. All right. We'll leave it at that. But my Lakers won the championship, man. They sure did. I, I our, would say our Lakers, but yeah, I, I, I'm, it is I'm still our not Lakers. sold. I've been following. I'm still them. not sold. I'm still not sold if we're allowing you in. I, I'm, I'm going to take a vote. It don't We're matter. Have to take a vote and say if we allow uh, the Sandman into the Laker family. One of these days, if you want to go ahead and test my knowledge on Laker, uh, Laker lore, you can. We can go back as far as forty years. Nah, bro, you probably got Google up and shit. I don't ask, need Google I, I, for that. Asking Alexa and shit. Right from the dome, straight from the dome. So the Lakers won. Did you watch all the games this year? I did not watch sport as much as you think I did. The only sport I really watched was uh, football, and that's only because. The pipe, the noise pipe that came through the fake noise, you didn't really see fans, so you really felt as if it was like actually an actual real game. That was about the only sport I was able to deal with, man. Didn't watch anything. Maybe I caught, I did catch the Lakers finals, but not as much. I wasn't as invested as I used to be. You know what? It was kind of hard to get invested because of the, you know, the way the fans were on screens and right. shit, and the pipe nose, the pipe thin noise just looked fake from the start. As you know, and everybody who knows Big Hack knows, I'm a big time wrestling fan, right? I love wrestling, right? WWE, AEW, all that. Don't I know I, it? I love, I, I, oh, yeah. I love wrestling. Yeah, you've been here when we've had some wrestling events. We used to, um, we haven't in a while. But um, I love wrestling. I could. I, I. I haven't seen that over a year, man. Probably longer than that. Um, I, I just couldn't get used to the screens on TV and the fake fan. Well, I'm not gonna say fake fans, but the fans not being there in person. It just wasn't the same. Yeah, that um, atmosphere wasn't. The wasn't same fear. Yeah, that that fire, that dynamic. You know, that didn't work out. That didn't work for me at all. I didn't even actually watch 
the MLB game. And the only thing I am going to do, though, is I'm going to try to catch a game this year because, hell, I got my vaccine. I'm straight. What about you? You ready, right? Man, I got both vaccines, dude. I got vaccine one, vaccine two. I got Pfizer, man. Okay. I thought um, you'd talk about like you got. I'm feeling great. Oh, I thought you were trying to get some superpowers telling me you got both vaccine. I'm thinking you got like Moderna and Pfizer. You know what? I fucking thought about it, to be honest with you. If you know me, you know I really thought about that shit. I'm like, maybe I should get all three. Just go. Oh, I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? I don't know. You, you, you might want to like anybody find out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard about fucking Johnson and Johnson, so I'm not gonna take my risk on that one no more. So maybe two out of three, maybe Mordano. Maybe I'll make an appointment and go get that one too, and see what happens if I start growing a third nipple or something. I'll let you know. Hey, people out there, get your vaccine, get the world back to normal. Definitely, dude. Hey, all we need is seventy to eighty percent of people to get vaccinated, and no more masks, and 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 we're back to normal, and we're in a good place. But a lot of people, you know what I'm noticing? A lot of people still hesitant to get the vaccine. Of course they are. And, um, and they and, got every reason to do it, but they also have every reason to research and find out. Yeah, but you know what? That's the key. I'm not going to tell people to get it or not get it. Um, it's totally. But do your own fucking research. Stop listening to, you know, Uncle Bob that's telling you not to get it because they're going to put a microchip on you. Bullshit. Do your own research. Um, ask people with knowledge the questions you need to ask. Take the time and research that, man. That's I it. mean, That's if it. you're going to have that thought of like, oh, I'm not going to do it, then then tell me why. But tell me why with like some real reasons. Don't just give me that, oh, because, well, you know, and this, nah, that stuff that... Uh, <laughs> I've heard, I've heard so much shit, man. How could they develop a, a vaccine so quick? So I started running down what I've researched on how they developed it, developed it so quick. And it's easy to see how they developed it. This yeah. vaccine has been in development for years. Yeah, the strand that helped create the vaccine has been in development for, for years. That's the thing. Exactly. It's, exactly. So, it was already, so it was already in progress. All they had to do was modify it to this specific virus. And not only but, that. Uh, all the bureaucracy that took place once a vaccine is done, they got to get all these, you know, all of the rights and all the FDAs and you got to get the money behind it and everything behind it. All that stuff has been backed by the government. So the money was piped in, the red tapes were cut through. But when we want to get shit done in this damn country, we can. <laughs> so as you could tell, and yeah. we got that shit done, dude, we got that shit done quick and, and thank God, you know. Um, you know what? I'm grateful for um, the scientists and the doctors and everybody who got this done. So, hey, I took it. I'm fine. Uh, I'm so fine. Far. I'm and, good. Um, yep. My I, my whole family's vaccinated except my daughter because she's, uh, you know, Younger. not at that age yet. Uh, exactly. But Same as here. soon as they open it up for her, she's going to get a vaccine. Um, we've already talked to, about it with her. She's all on board with it. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get her vaccinated. I mean, we all make smart decisions. That's all it is. Just make smart it's, decisions. It's our choice. And that's the choice we decided to go to because, you know, um, but I did my own research. I didn't go based on what everybody was feeling or, oh, be, you know, hey, I did my research. I got my facts straight. Hey, so I recommend to everybody get your facts straight. Make a decision on your own. And, you know, on, on that note, since we all up in people's business and tell them what to do, I think it's about time for us to jump into our the real knowledge where we give people our own thoughts on things. 
Oh, man. You, are, are you talking about the 40 and 40 with two wise men? Yes, sir. Let's get the 40-40 going. 40-40. Okay, it's time for the 40 and 40. All right. So we got a couple questions this week, Sam, man. All right. Bring them out. The first question is, Sandman and Big Heck, do you believe parents have a favorite child that they love one more than the other? Now, I think there's a double-edged sword on that. I think it's two questions in one. And this is why I'm saying this. You go ahead and tell me, one man child. (laughs) (laughs) So, I believe that a parent loves all their children the same or the same amount of love for all the children. But I do believe that parents do have a favorite child. I can go with that. I I truly believe that there is a favorite child. So you have two, right? I do. I don't have a favorite yet. You must have, you must have a favorite. No, there's not. the, The second one hasn't put in enough for me to, (laughs) <laughs> she hasn't put enough time so 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 the oldest is the favorite then because the 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 youngest hasn't you know gained uh your uh, your favoritism i guess well it's not even about that it's just the fact that there's really nothing for me to separate them to say oh okay there here's here's one of the reasons why you're my favorite and here's another reason why she's my favorite i think right now i'm just sort of you know letting things sort of play out you're still I imagine you're still you're still getting to know the young one? I'm still getting to the old. Yeah, I'm still getting to know the young one. I'm still getting to know both of them at the same time. Let me see. Let them bring their their skills to me and say, here's what I can do and here's what I can do. And then I'm going to be like, all right, cool. But you know what makes most kids uh, a, a parent's favorite? It's really more about how much of them you see, your, how much of yourself you see in them. I think that's where it tends to go more so than anything you know what it, it, that could be true uh, and, and, and i'm gonna tell you i'm telling you straight up i believe that there's favorite i've seen it um i've seen it with my own mom my own dad that you know they have their favorites and trust me it is not me i was about to ask you uh, the favorite no i it is not me i am definitely not the favorite um but i am the reliable one i, I i'm the i'm the safe choice put it that way so it's- when their favorite pisses them off i'm the one they come to it's good to so be I'm the old reliable, reliable one. It's yeah, I'm the old that. reliable, but I'm always the old reliable. I'm the old reliable friend. I'm I'm the one that people come to when you know all else fails. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm not I'm not always the first choice, but I'm always the one. You know what? Heck, that could help us. Hey, that, that's a that, big hey, heck. That's big a heck good thing to have. Us. That's a good thing right? to have. So, but I, that, that's what I'm telling you because I've seen it within my own family. I see I see it with my. With my family, my brothers and sisters, I see it with my in-laws. I, you know, I see it all over friends, family, where I'm like, dude, they, they just make it so blatantly that they, they I'm not going to say they like one more, but they favor one a little bit more than the other. Whether the, you know, whether because one child's rebellious and doesn't listen or whatnot, and this one's a, a saint. Or vice versa, whatever. But I always notice that there's always one that gets favored just a little bit. I you know that that's always happens. that. You think so? I think it just naturally happens. I mean, just based on what I just mentioned, as as far as like you seeing yourself in one of them, and that's generally how that works. So uh, right now, for me, the jury's still out. I, I I don't have a favorite love 
both of my kids the same, enjoy everything that they bring individually. And that, that, you know, that's, that's how it is for me right now. So I guess for those folks out there that's dealing with that, Hey, I, hopefully I never get in that same flow. Hopefully I'm able to just go through the entirety of their childhood and be like, yeah, I can proudly say I love both y'all and both y'all my faith. We'll oh, see. there you go. One for being the girl and one for being the boy, right? Yeah, well, exactly. You know what? I'm lucky enough that I only have one, so that's my favorite and my least favorite at the same time. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I don't have to choose, so shit, so I got fluctuates. one. <laughs> but, but you know what? I've always noticed that, you know, they, you know, even growing up, you know, when I had cousins and stuff or friends, I always noticed that their parents had a favorite one. And the favorite one was always the one the parents thought was the goody two shoes, right? The the perfect child. Well, yeah, sorry, but I, but yeah, but but I always knew what the fuck they were doing in the background. I'm like, dude, they ain't as fucking as as you think they are. It didn't so matter what sure. you thought, <laughs> right? It matters what the parents think. <laughs> exactly. So, hey, hey, you know what, parents, check out your kids. Check out your kids. If you don't think they're doing any wrong, they're doing some shit wrong. Fuck that. But anyway, so that's the answer to that one. I think there's a favorite one, but you love them all the same. But there's always a favorite child. Right, Tamman? I, I agree. I agree. All right. We got a second question here. I like this question right here. Okay. And um, Sandman and Big Heck. Do you believe people who are married should be allowed to have friends of the opposite sex? You want me to answer first, or you yeah, want to go, go on it. that one, bro? Because if I, I'm, I'm gonna give you a straight up, honest answer. Go for it. Hell, motherfucking no. That's a strong no, no. way, no how. There is no and if so, but there are a few exceptions. There are a few exceptions, but ultimately the answer is nope. That's it. It's a it's a hard no, unless you know they meet the exception criteria okay all right well then before you get into the whole criteria thing i wrestle with that thought a little bit i'm like hmm as you were talking about it i try to see it from both sides and after seeing it from both sides i'm gonna have to agree with you there is no other way to go man and and, and let me tell you why i'm saying no because you know people are gonna say oh they're just being you know uh uh a man right you typical man apparently that's what you get with the 40 40 club here (laughs) yeah because we're typical fucking man but because i am a typical man that's why i'm answering no you cannot not because i you don't trust your spouse or you don't trust it because we know how well at least i know how men fucking think and i'm sure you do too sandman yes sir and there is if there is no way, no how, my wife's going to come home and say, oh, I'm going to dinner with Bob. Bob's taking, her, all, Bob's taking her to Nobu real quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'll call bullshit on that. There is no way. Um, I don't care if he's married. No. Right now, we're in a relationship. Now, there is no my friend, my friend Bob, my friend Tony, or my friend whatever. It is strictly our friends. I would have been like, oh, hold on. Let me just go put some pants on. I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, I'll go child shit. There's <laughs> yeah. no way. Right. Because if Bob wants to take you to dinner as a friend, quote unquote. I'm coming. Bob, no, Bob trying to fuck. I'm going to tell you right now, brother. Bob trying to hit that shit. Unfortunately, Bob is going down the wrong, the wrong, wrong direction. Because Bob hasn't seen Big Heck. 
and Big Heck don't give a fuck. It's not uh, even so Bob Big Heck. Definitely, Bob just, definitely going the wrong direction. Most marriages, that ain't going to fly. I, I, I'm totally cool with having mutual friends. Totally cool if I'm meeting some person. If I'm the one I'm that cool. first starts up the relationship with the friendship, I should say. And it's got, and then right off the bat, I have to be like, hey, but now I need you to to meet my other half. I'm not the whole person that's in front of you right now. There's a whole nother half of me, and this friendship needs to go on both sides. You need you to be. Damn right. <laughs> that's how it needs to go. It can't just be like, it's, just- oh, it's all good. <laughs> so it's not just Bob buying your wife lunch and dinner and, and taking her out for drinks then. No, absolutely not. Oh, now good. this is about right. this is definitely about, you know, you but know, it goes both ways. Though, right? It goes both ways. Yeah, oh, exactly. And it, and it goes both ways because I'm not gonna bring a fucking blonde with big tits to the home and say, Hey, I'm going with Cindy to have some drinks. That's not gonna happen. And I one, I wouldn't put my wife in that situation where she's gonna be able to say She's going to be looking at me cross-eyed talking about who you going with who, where? Yeah. I'm not going to put myself in that situation. You know what I mean? Because out of respect to her and out of respect to me, because I'm not going to put myself in that situation where I'm going to dinner with somebody else because I'm a fine motherfucker. So, you know, the girls are going to come on to me, dude, that she, you know, Cindy going to be like, damn, big heck, you so handsome. And you know, who am I to deny big heck to her right so why am i going to put her in that situation why am i going to put myself in this situation and why am i going to put my wife in that situation so just nah, i'm not going to have that friend cindy's not going to be my friend bottom line end of yeah. discussion it, it it's it's kind of like one of one of these things hey i'm a package deal that's all that is to it hey, hey, you know what i ain't even a package deal if you're a female you're friends with the wife i'll be friends with your husband Okay, well, yeah, I mean that that. But that's, usually that's the way it works. I well, that's a couple with the wives well, anyway. yeah, friends, exactly. But, exactly. but if you're talking about like a single person, it's got to be a package deal. Oh yeah, it's definitely got to be a package deal. Yeah. Unless, unless there, there's certain there's certain uh, scenarios where it might be allowed. I don't know. Um, I thought about those scenarios. I don't see one because even let's say there's if I had a friend, certain scenarios. You might have to. But right now, I'm with my Neanderthal brain. I'm not thinking too thorough about this. All I can see is even if I had a friend for 21 years prior to even getting married, I still would need to now bring in the whole crew, not just half the crew. The whole crew now needs to hang. So so Susie's coming in from Boston that you haven't seen in 20 years since you moved to L.A. and She's coming for one night and says, Ron, let's go to dinner. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bring my wife. Oh, no, just me and you, Ron. Can't work that way. Not Come no on, more. Sandman. Just me and you, Sandman. Uh, yeah, well, you, you apparently you don't understand how friendship has evolved. Because <laughs> it ain't working that route. Like, you it's gonna, not going to happen? Like, we're going to do this. And I, just ha- I may then have to pack my stuff and join you back in Boston. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, no, I'm with you, though. I'm with you 100 on that. Because at the end of the day, man, you it, it just won't... It, that's when you start bringing trouble into the relationship, man. Yeah, when you start doing shit like that, just don't. Just don't. Don't. Just keep it basic. Keep it plain. There's no need to add the complication. That's it. So Bottom that's line. Answer. So that's the answer. So if you guys uh, want to know anything else about that from the Sandman and Big Heck, just let us know and uh, 
we'll be more than happy to dive more into this. Yeah. And Give us uh, some feedback as to why you think it might go the other way. And we'll debate that. And the last question we got. This one's going to be pretty fucking quick. Um, because I know my answer. Big heck and Sandman. I've been with my boyfriend for seven years. He hasn't proposed or talked about our future. Every time I talk to him or ask him about it, he gets upset and tells me to stop pressuring him. What should I do? 21st century, start looking for a place to, to leave. Uh, Go. Get out. You know what? I'm going to make it easier. Stay you're fucking, you're, out you're of contact, this. You're co- contacting us because you already know what you need to do. Or if, if you didn't, you wouldn't be contacting us. You already know what you need to do. You need to get the fuck out of there. Tell them to take a hike. You don't need them. Exactly. And in case you didn't know, let's let's repeat this for you. Get the fuck out of that. Dump his ass. Two years is too many. And you know my philosophy. I said one. So the yeah, fact yeah. that I'm willing to even like entertain yeah. two years, that's a whole nother to me, that's like a whole nother century. Yeah, I heard you, you propose like on a yeah, I heard you propose like on the third date, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was crazy. <laughs> well, the jury's still out. I didn't say I was crazy. <laughs> but yeah, you need to get the fuck out. Seven years, girl, you just wasting your fucking time. Yeah, Stop fucking oh. wasting your time with somebody oh. who's who's on, you know, who's just on you like that. Uh get the fuck out of there. And you know what? Going back to the opposite sex, friends of the opposite sex, uh-huh. I, I'm I'm gonna put that on, on here. If you have a male friend. In a relationship, if you're in a relationship, not married, of course, but if you're in a relationship and you got that male friend that's always there for you and is always taking care of you, you're always calling him crying to cry on his shoulder, and he is not gay, he's, he's in love with you. He's in fucking love with you. Give him a chance. He's waiting he's for just, his moment. <laughs> he, that's it. And, and the poor guy doesn't know how to take his moment because he feels that he's been friend zone, and rightfully so, he probably has been friend zone. But he's still trying to get out. So playing the long it, game, playing the long it, game. Yeah, and it usually doesn't work. So ah. poor guys, poor guys, and I feel for guys like that because I I've known guys like that. Hell, um, fellas, fellas, you got to be a uh, yeah. You got to you got yeah. to you got to take your shot, man. You uh-huh. got to take your shot. But if you have that friend that's constantly you know there for you you know he's supportive he, dude he likes you he likes you he just hasn't told you and if you say no he's just my friend <laughs> you're fooling yourself girls oh you may not know yeah no they're fooling themselves they're telling themselves he's just my friend well hey, no. I, but you know what though? i gotta i gotta at least push back a little bit on that because you know women when when they've placed you in that friend zone sometimes it's just that's the zone you in period so they and they're in her mind she may know that okay i know that you got feelings for me deep down in my now in my mind i know you do but i'm gonna let you know with how i'm treating you with how i talk to you with how i'm constantly bringing you my tales of like my exes or my currents that should tell you i don't think it's a matter of you not knowing it's a matter of what like, I've already zoned you. This is where you stay. <laughs> you know what? That could be, that could be it too. But let me tell you something. That's a motherfucker is going to treat you right. Ladies. I'm just being real with you. Cause he's going to be so grateful that you gave him a chance. So I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just putting my two cents out there, man. So that was a 40 and 40 with big heck and Sandman.
Yes. So, you know what, what, what we forgot to talk about today, man? Oh, what did we forget? Man, we got DMX and Prince Philip passed away this week. Oh, see, more recent news. That's right. Because, hey, we got to stay up in these current events. So, we're talking about two royalties, right? We, we're talking about two royalties. And I'll be honest with you, I give a fuck about Prince Philip's, but DM, DMX did hurt. Yeah. No, I mean, no offense to the late Prince, Prince Philip. Philip, but don't know you as much. I do know of a lot of your accolades. I do know that you fought, you know, valiantly and all that. But <laughs> the Royals got some skeletons. <laughs> they got some skeletons. And there's a lot of things that I, I can't I, I can't mess with that. You know, that's a whole nother conversation really about royalty when it comes to like the the way that you know the whole uk monarch is but for me you 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 think they got some secrets do they you can't you can't have you cannot have rule for so long for over 200 years and you've had kings and queens come after you and after you and just survive this whole monarchy which is one of the longest uh living monarchies as far as like uh european i should say anglo-saxon it's just one of those things like, come on. So you think the queen's got a couple of secrets? Oh, I'm sure she got her stuff. They all got something. You you can't tell you, me people laying on your hand and feet and you don't you feel think, like you're God. So, hey, 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 so you think the queen's been in the back with Prince Philip talking about spanking daddy and shit like that? <laughs> if you haven't, do that. 99 years this man's lived, right? Hey, at one point he had spanker, right? <laughs> at some I'm point. Just saying, I'm just saying at some point. He had to. At some point, you, you got to get to know each other in all different levels. <laughs> ah, that's right. That's at right. All all levels. Ninety nine. You years. go, Queen Elizabeth. But you know what? I could give a fuck about Prince Phillips, man. DMX. Yes. DMX passed away, dude. That that was. Um, I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm not gonna lie. I saw what the game put out. The game put out um, a tweet saying, you know, everybody's respecting, um, basically saying everybody's paying the tribute to DMX now that he's gone. You know, he's like, if you don't pay pay your tributes to me while I'm alive, you know, don't bother. You know what? It's not that. You it's know what? About, I always. I it's always also not about DMX. him either. It's also yeah. not about him. That's right. It's about DMX. And I've always liked DMX. He's always been in my, on my deck, right? Um, and I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm one of the motherfuckers that when I heard he passed, you know, um, first time I got to drive by myself, I, I did bump some DMX, man. All right, what are some of your favorites? Because I know some of my favorites is Rough Rider Anthem and Where the Hood At. Those are my two favorites. Oh, man, stop, drop, shut them down. You know what? I, I respect both those songs, but my two favorite songs from DMX is first one is Slipping. Yeah, you know I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't that's, get up. That's a little deep. You know I'm slipping. I'm falling. I got to get up. Hey, dude, I love slipping, dude. That's like my anthem. Right. I know there's a rough ride anthem, but that's my anthem right there. And my next one is, I mean, totally opposite side of the spectrum. Uh-huh. What these what these bitches want for my and yeah. what they want. Dude, I love those two songs. I think I that's what nowadays all day, every day. I think that's what like nowadays the Gen Z is called a banger. Oh meaning, God. Meaning so that, so what does that, that mean? Because I have no idea. Oh, uh, a banger is banger basically a, is an is a oldie. It's what they consider oldie because obviously they, they they consider our music like the '90s music, the 2000 music. They consider those to be oldies. 
not like us when we thought like the 60s was an oldies we thought, yeah, we like, thought the we, 70s were oldies right exactly exactly so, so. I, I i guess it was in the same time period then that's pretty much what but it yeah is. so hey hey props to dmx rest in peace yes, um sure. he's mean, always man, gonna be man had his demons religious i mean for every album he ever dropped he also had a what a gospel song within that so yep and, and he, he gave some great gospels too dude did he gave I've heard some great prayers from him. So uh, rest in peace, DMX. Uh, nothing but love for you, bro. Um, and, you know, nothing but my respect. As long as I'm alive, you're always going to be on my deck. And so, just, a, just a quick PSA for those folks out there dealing with substance abuse. Get help. Get help. Oh, dude, call, call Big Heck. I'll help you out, man. And that's on serious tip. I'm willing to help anybody out with any type of addiction, dude. It's nothing to joke about. I'll, I've lost family to addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, it's, it's some serious shit, man. Hey, yeah, man your mental health, is. your mental health and your um, physical health with addiction. You know what? Get help. Surround yourself with people that love you, man. Surround yourself yep. with people that love you. Yep, definitely. Definitely reach out to the hectic hour if you need help with any of that. We're more than willing to help out on that. That's for Let's me. do this. Because that's right. what time it is. Because we got to close the show with our favorite. Oh, shit. It's that time of it day. It's that time, man. Hey, we've been here for, we've been gone for a while. So we have to give, we have to give our folks, like, you know, a little extended time for today. Uh, all right. So it is time for Fuck My Life with Big Hat. I was playing Scrabble with my husband. He got upset and accused me of cheating. I immediately broke down and confessed to everything told him how I was hooking up with a guy from work. Then I realized he was talking about the Scrabble game. <laughs> Fuck my life. Man, somebody can't hold their own. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck ever happened? What the fuck wow. ever happened to deny, 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 deny? And apparently she she ain't she can't do any of that. She must be Dude. she must be new to this. Fellas, I'm gonna give you some advice. Your wife caught you, catch you in bed with the girl you deny. Wasn't me. It wasn't me. What girl? <laughs> and, and, and walk the girl out and everything. Be like, what girl? Girl, you, you fucking going crazy. You got to put that doubt in her head. But whose life is more fucked up, though, in this situation? I think her life is more fucked up, dude. Actually, his life is more fucked up on this yeah. situation. So it's, it's, it's fuck his life because he just found out his wife is cheating on him through a fucking Scrabble game. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to agree with you because for the, for, I mean, on her end, she already like weighed out, weighed up all of the consequences, right? She's like, you know what, I'm gonna do this anyways. It don't matter if I'm gonna fuck up my relationship, my marriage, might have to leave, might have to, like, shit, they might even have kids, have to deal with all that stuff. She still went through with that shit. So for her, she had it coming. She knew that one day this could happen. Yep. Sure enough. Her conscience just wouldn't let her hold on to it. I think that's what happened. Yeah, that's exactly what happened, dude. Mm-hmm. The guilt, the guilt was eating up on her, man. Eating her up. And if she confessed, it was for her own well-being. So fuck you for cheating, and fuck your husband's life because you just fucked him. That's you fucked sure up. Did absolutely. Now but my man's you know what? That. But you know what? They could get over this if they really love each other. They can't get over. So hopefully you guys get through that. So that was our fuck my life. So there's one more fuck my life. I got two. So fuck my life with big heck. Today I was walking along the street and passed a young couple. Over my shoulder, I heard the girl say to her boyfriend, 
Would she still love me if I looked like her? Fuck my life. That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> Would you still love that, Wow. That, that is fucked up, man. That I'm, is fucked up. Now, my uh, on a funny note, how far apart before she said that? Because if that person heard, you think right away she would have got cold cocked right in the head? <laughs> well, you know, it sounds like this girl's already insecure. So, you know, I don't think so. Because, you know, when you're insecure, you probably she probably went home, had some ice cream and cried, man. Ladies, you know what? This goes for men and women. You know, be confident, man. Be confident. Fuck it. Own it. Own yes. it. And uh, you know what? Any guy would be lucky to date you. You do so, have that, control over your emotions, so get him. Get him right. That That is for sure. So just make sure that, you know, keep your head up. So that, that was a fuck my life moment, though. Damn. I, I, now, I, I can see how that could ruin your fucking day, though, man. But how does that fuck his life up? Does he answer that question? <laughs> uh, you know what? At that point, that's your girlfriend. You you got to tell her, baby, I love you. However, you look doesn't matter if you look like her or her or anybody. You you just got to be supportive as a as a boyfriend at that point. At least that's my that's my feeling. Now, what if she shocked and be like, "Hell no, shit, I ain't meet you like this." Nah. Ooh, that's fucked up, huh? <laughs> That'll be fuck her life. And at that point, they'd be like, "Would you still love me if I look like her?" Oh hell no, nah, shit. She, oh dude. Dude, I have such a dry sense of humor. I would have been like, oh, hell no. What you think this is? I married you for your looks. You see, I would have taken it a step further, and I would have been like, oh, hell no. I barely love you now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's just so wrong. But, yeah, that's the fuck my life. (laughs) So that was the fuck my life with Big Heck, man. You know what? We had a good time here today, Sam, man. Why you tell everybody where they can find us? Hey, man, let's go ahead and talk about that. You know, all the stories that we've been giving at y'all this week, because obviously we've been gone for almost a week and a half now. Hit us up on the grand. Oh, wait, wait. I got to stop you. I got to stop you. We got some. We got a winner. We got a winner. winner. We got a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Say the grand. You know you got a winner. Yep. We got a winner from the gram for the $25 gift card to TarJ. TarJ it is. TarJ it is, man. $25. Now, I don't know what the hell you're going to buy with $25 TarJ. But evidently, you know, you hell, can. you put it towards something. Walk that it, clearance rack. No, no, nah, nah, I was going to say put, you know, down payment for some drawers or something. Shit. But anyway, our winner is from the IG Bonita. Uh, Angela Bonita. I'm sorry. I, I got that shit mixed up. Angela Bonita from the IG. You won $25 to Target. Don't spend it all at once. You know, try to make two, three trips off of that. She might be able to get herself a bottle of 750 millimeter if Target got. Does Target you, carry that? You know what? If Target carries it, I highly recommend get, uh, what's the name of that? Flyberg. Yes, sir. Cocktails. Flyberg cocktails. Dude, that shit was bomb. It was off watermelon the watermelon flavor. Is that what it was? That's the whole It was a watermelon. <laughs> oh, man. Watermelon cucumber. There you dude, go. Watermelon cucumber. Guys, you guys got to try it. Why the fuck am I sponsoring them, dude? Like, like they're sponsoring the fucking show, but that shit was bomb, dude. And came to Jacks, too. Because your wife took down the entire bottle, so now you got you're trying to get replenished. And there's one way to go about that: use your platform. 
<laughs> she did. She did. Yep, that's right. Hey, so uh, Flybird, if you guys want to sponsor us, hit us up. Yeah, hit us uh, up. On that note, now, now tell everybody where they can find Let's us. Let's go. So if y'all trying to win some more stuff, give us some more of y'all feedback. Hit us up on the gram at the underscore hectic underscore hour. And of course, we love reading your tweets. So at hectic hour. And lastly, if y'all feel like giving us some stories to read about, if y'all have some questions for the 4040, or maybe just want to like submit a couple of your own F my life. Hit us up on obviously Gmail. Write it out. Hectic hour at Gmail. And with that, y'all, we've missed y'all. We're glad to be back. And on that note, we out. Peace out. Love.